Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, March 10th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Might be a bit of a longer podcast today. I'm just looking at the runtime of some of these segments, and we did have a few longer discussions. Meaty discussions. Yes, which could push the runtime up, but hopefully you don't mind. We talked about bands whose names rhyme. Hmm? The hottest in fashion. Yep. The Russian media and what the people of Russia might be receiving for information right now. Uh, some horrifying aspect of healthcare that we didn't realize. The difference between goth and emo, which may be obvious to you, but maybe isn't. <laughs> We're talking a bit about the price of gas, what Shauna has to do since she lost her fantasy football league. Mm-hmm. The premier is getting a radio show, which yeah. should be fun. Uh, but first, something really, really stupid after your out of context clip of the show. Gonna be. It's, it's like, oh. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I am. Um, I had one of the more embarrassing moments of my life a little while ago, Beckler, and I, I didn't want to talk about it because it's that embarrassing, but I'm still reeling from it. So I'm I'm here to tell you about it. Please don't judge me. Okay, so I I was at the airport a couple of weeks ago, and I'd eaten something that didn't really agree with me. And so then I I was rushing to the bathroom because I had a bit of gas, and I accidentally lit a little... Little... Little Charlie Charlie Puth fly, (laughs) as we like to call them. I broke wind a little bit, and I have to admit it wasn't good. It didn't smell very good. Jesus Christ. And I try to understand why you don't want to tell us this. I'm glad you are. But. Okay, this is, okay, so anyway, I, I go to the bathroom and, and I come back and there were a couple guys and they had been on the bench when I'd walked to the bathroom and I kind of crop dusted them a little bit on my way in. And then on the way on the way back, they were there and they full out called me out on it. It was like, it was what? her and she's back. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they... It must have been some kind of bad for them to say something. Yep. <laughs> so I was, was absolutely her. horrified and I was walking quickly enough that I kind of just like passed them by and didn't, but I heard it as clear as day <laughs> as I passed by and I knew exactly who they were talking about. So there's nobody else that you can even blame in the vicinity. Was, hey, it was no clearly one else. It you. Was definitely me. <laughs> and I'm you look still, so sad I'm right still now. reeling. I've like I've woken up in night sweats from this. Like no, no don't get me wrong. Like I, everybody has crop dusted. I think like you go to the grocery store and I've been crop dusted yeah. tons of times. Like but nobody gets called out no. on it. And Calling like, someone out on it is so funny. It was the most <laughs> off. Like it was. I think maybe the most embarrassing moment I've ever had in my life. I hope those guys weren't from Calgary. I. Me too. I was, from far away. I was terrified that they were like they could have been fans of the show or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Anymore. Like and Not I anymore. No, like that was it. They signed off for good after that. And it's, <laughs> but 
But it was, it was awful. It was just like something that I ate that just went bad very quickly, and I couldn't help it, and that's what happened. And then these guys called me out on it. I'm like, oh, were you into the cheese again, Shawnee? You know no, what that does to you? No, I was not. I purposely, when I fly, definitely am very careful about what I eat for that reason. For situations I'm just lactose like this? intolerant. I'm not going to go and eat dairy before I get on the plane. Doesn't matter. It's so funny. Like I woke them up to... with night sweats. Like I actually have woken up in the middle of the night thinking about this and like been terrified for them to call you out i, I think it's so far outside of like societal norms I like it's yeah, like you said it, it happens all the time but you don't usually call someone out i've i've it's, seen it at the grocery store and i've known who it was like in fact i think the grocery store is people's crop dusting area of choice right like they'll walk down an aisle and it's almost funny to some people and i've seen it and i know it's <laughs> but i would never be like hey sir can you not crop dust me as I'm trying to reach for the Cheerios? I was at Home Depot one time in the uh, like in the screws and nails aisle, mm. and there was a few other guys in there, and someone someone did something bad, and one of the other guys was like, "Oh my God, who crop dusted us?" And he was like, "Bro, who crop who Fargoed, bro? Who went ten miles north of Fargo? Who Charlie Puth right here?" Okay? It's so funny because I was like, I would never say that ever. Oh in a million years, but when someone else does it, oh my God, bro. I'm getting sweaty talking about this again. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I don't know if you saw this piece of news from yesterday, but uh, Premier Jason Kenney is getting his own radio show. I did see this. This is pretty funny. It's going to be on a couple of the news talk stations here in the province, and it's called Your Province, Your Premier. And it's a call-in show. You have an opportunity to call in and ask the premier a question. I can't see this going well. No. I no. mean, now, normally I, we wouldn't promote a radio program on another station like this. No. But I think it's just too funny because, like you said, I mean, first, how how are they going to screen the calls? That's going to be problem number one. Okay. Also, if they are screening the calls, who is the one who has to screen the calls? Because <laughs> that would be an awful job. I wonder if it won't be like pre-selected questions from pre-selected callers you, you know so? like yeah because like even f- it would it be faked calls just there's no way they can put people through live to them because it would be like no your problem is your premier you're on the air you kenny you son of a <laughs> get off the radio that wouldn't work no that would not work you but good I mean, for nothing but i mean we are experienced radio professionals we could probably offer a few tips to the premier. Yeah. Right? We could. For example, if I were him, I'd get myself a really cool radio voice. I wouldn't wouldn't use my normal, you know, yeah. I would Jason Kenny voice. I would uh, love to hear what Jason Kenny's cool radio voice would sound <laughs> well, like. Jason Kenny with you. <laughs> ask me some questions. I'm Jason <laughs> Kenny. Yeah. I'd also ask really mundane questions like that. Because as we've talked about before, that's what the radio consultants say works. It's true. That's what all the stations are doing now. Oh, what's your favorite season in Alberta? Oh, give me a call. Call or text. Sherry and Okotoks, you're on the air at the premiere. Oh. You kidding? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I lost my fantasy football league, Beckler. And I know you don't care about my fantasy football league, but here's the thing. Aren't you the two-time defending champ? I am. Yeah. It and was you a, came last this year? It was a rough, rough turn of events. What a tumble. I... I tried a different strategy, which is really dumb. Like when I was, I was winning. Why would I anyway? Doesn't matter. Bottom line is the punishment for losing was that I have to do a stand-up set. We talked about this, right? Five minutes of stand-up comedy. I have to do stand-up comedy in front of everybody in my league and in front of a full audience at a place like Yuck Yucks. Here's the thing. I told them that I don't want to do that. 
And there were a few people in the league that agreed with me just because of some of the other punishments that we've had in the past. They're like, that is pretty harsh in comparison to like one guy had to go bowling in a dress, for example, or something. They're like, stand up is a little more high pressure than that. I'd say so. So I'm kind of trying to negotiate out of this and to try and take another punishment instead. And I've been trying to brainstorm things that I would offer up. Honestly, I would rather get a crappy tattoo then have to do a stand-up set. Really? And I told Five them, minutes of stand-up would be worse than yes, a lifetime with getting a bad a, tattoo? Mm-hmm, yep, I would prefer that. So I <laughs> even said that to them, but of course that's that also seems insane. Like, So I was trying to come up with maybe a list of things I could present to them to do in place of stand-up as my punishment. And I was so thinking, you really don't want to do the stand-up, I don't. Eh? Why, like, just the thought of it terrifies you? Or? Yeah, it just would be no fun at all. Well, I, I think you're selling yourself short. I mean, you're funny. And I know that being funny in a, situ- in a in this sort of situation is very different than having to get up on stage yeah. and tell jokes. That's total, two different things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, we have some friends who are, like, accomplished stand-up comedians. I think you could probably you could work with them and get, like, five minutes down. And if you bomb, then it's funny. It's five yeah. minutes, right? I, could, I didn't even think so, about maybe enlisting the help of yeah, like, people who are... Yeah, like some of our buds it, who are really good at that. Yeah. So, I mean, they... That would be, but if you don't want to do that, if you want to, uh, do you have any other ideas as of right now? Aside from the bad tattoo on my ass or anywhere, actually, <laughs> I was, ass is hidden. I was like, I'll put it even somewhere more prominent. That's good. No, that's kind of it. Like everything else, you know, I dressing stupid, doing dumb. Yeah, thing. that's I, easy, right? Yeah. I've got, I've got one that I've been keeping in my back pocket for this such event, okay. you know, and I don't know if this is even allowed or not, but I thought this would be a horrible punishment for someone who loses a bet. But you got to go out and find the first mask you can on the street oh. and put it on and run like a 5K in it. Oh, God. That, yeah, that's... Would you rather a- do the stand-up or would you rather <sighs> well, run that's 5K a in a oh, mask you found on the God. street? I and mean, he- you're helping with the litter. So and you can't that, wash it. You have you to... Know, you got to pick it up, put it on, and start running. And you know oh. you're going to be breathing heavy by the end of that, and you're going to be breathing through into some stranger's mask. Else's mask. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm triple vaxxed, which means that I could. But I still think that there's some diseases I could get from that. Isn't that it? Oh man! Would you rather do that or the stand-up? Well, the stand-up probably because I. I mean, that mask could give me something that I could never get rid of, potentially. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. So we've talked quite a bit about our theory on how the gas is lower quality now. Yeah. And how, you know, they've been adding ethanol to gas and it doesn't get you as far. We're paying more than we've ever paid for gasoline and it doesn't get as many kilometers out of a tank as it used to. This so. is part of like the, the Clean Energy Act, right? So this is what they've encouraged companies to do, these gas companies to do, which kind of quietly happen. And they're saying like, oh, it's good for the environment. But it's not because you, you just fill up more. You're just filling up more. <laughs> it's less efficient. So you have to fill up more and you're using the same amount of gas. anyway. Well, I'm running a bit of an experiment now with our with our two vehicles by burning a few tanks of premium mm-hmm. to see if like it offsets. Like, Do you get more? Because apparently premium out? is unaffected by this. Apparently. Although I got a message from a guy yesterday saying that they've taken all the ethanol readings off the pumps now because oh. even premium is getting ethanol. I haven't looked into that yet. So I don't 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 quote right. me on that. But. Um, yesterday was my first fill of my truck. I drive an older truck, big tank, not very good on gas. Mm. First fill with premium. Um, and I actually got there before gas jumped up because I think it's at $1.77 around the city now, isn't it? You yeah. know what the fill cost me yesterday, Sean? What? 
$205. You know, when I pull up to the pump and I see the the previous price, like from the person prior, and I see that, I, it hurts It hurts my soul. Yeah. $205 for one tank of gas That's for 99 liters. Insane. And if I'm careful, that should get me 500 kilometers. So this is this is the, the, the curse of being a cheap person like myself. Now you start breaking down every time you drive and what it's going to cost you. So I don't want to do that. I live, so it's, it's about a dollar for every three kilometers. So I live eight kilometers from the station, meaning the round trip, not including idling, if I warm up the vehicle, every time I come in, five bucks. Five bucks every time I drive to work. One way. Uh, both ways. Both the, ways. Like, okay. To drive to work and back is five bucks. The trip, like if you were to drive the length of Calgary in my vehicle from like the, the tip of Deerfoot to the, to the bottom of Deerfoot, 20 bucks. 20 bucks to make that drive. Yeah. Our families live in Saskatchewan, so if we drive to Saskatoon, it's about 600 some kilometers round trip, $420 in yeah. gas Flights to drive to Saskatoon. It's, yeah, it's cheaper to fly. Yeah, I it's, just purchased a flight to Saskatoon and it was, I think, 360 round trip. <laughs> It's it's absolutely insane. Like, and yeah. when you see this, I mean, now I'm not going to be able to drive anywhere without thinking about it. I don't you know? want to. I know because someone's it's like, be... "Hey, you pick me up." I'm like, "That's going to cost me." 10 well, bucks. people who commute in, when so. you think about it, like I was like, it would it would be devastating to think that every time you drive to and from work, it costs you twenty twenty five bucks. Can you imagine that? Like, yeah, depending on what you earn, like you have to work this long to even start making money now because of how much the drive costs you. I remember like when I was commuting to Toronto very briefly from Brampton and it was costing me $25 to park. And I remember being like, this Ooh. is completely unsustainable. And I remember how angry I was about that. <laughs> and that's what it'll cost you just to get to and Just from for now. the gas. Yeah, and then you see how anybody who drives for a living and has to pay for their gas, like that's going to very quickly become something you just can't do if this keeps. Yep. How high would gas have to get before we'd like dig to the streets? If gas was three bucks a liter, would you make a sign? <laughs> would you? Gas was four bucks a liter. Is that what they want, though? Is that not them just going like, okay, well, I don't know who them is, by the way, the, but just encouraging people day. to, you know, go and, and switch to electric or. Yeah, like is I that mean, what's happening? We've talked about that. That isn't feasible for no, everybody. It's not. So I don't know. It's it's very depressing, and I, I don't have like a a fun way to end this conversation. But it's like going to be. It's, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's, that's our best. DNS in twenty minutes or less. A Twitter friend posed this question yesterday, and I thought it was pretty funny. He was like, "What's the difference between emo and goth?" And I laughed a little bit because it's, first of all, been a long time since I've even really, like, talked about those terms or used them. And then I got thinking and I was like, I don't know if I could concisely describe the difference, even though there was definitely a phase in my life where I'd say I I dressed a little emo. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the whole arm socks, wearing a tie phase, my Avril Lavigne phase. Like, would that be considered kind of emo dress? Maybe a bit. I'm I'm always kind of confused because there's emo and then there's like a subgenre of emo, which were the scene kids. Right. And the scene See, kids is... were a little different than the emo kids. Right. Okay. So was I more of a scene kid than you think? Or... By the sounds of it, maybe? I don't know. Okay. It is funny, though, because like there was a time when these were such important words. They in really our lives, were. Right. To be like, oh, so-and-so's daughter is goth now. Mm -hmm. you know, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And I mean, emo is kind of having a resurgence, right? Like yeah. there was that big festival that was announced in Vegas. And like, I think emo music is having kind of a a it's, revival. It is. And I love it. So mm. I love that music. But no, 
The it, difference between emo and goth. Right? Like, how would you even... Yeah, it's just an interesting question to, to think about. <laughs> I was like, maybe... I mean, emo is emotional, mm-hmm. whereas goth is more about death, right? So would that be... Like, would emo be more sad and goth be more dead? Does that emo make could sense? also get pretty dead at times. Like You're you think right. about the used and that, like they were all over that. It's fu- it's so funny because I, c- I could tell you when I see it, mm. but I don't think I could describe. I could be like, no, that's not emo. That's goth. Like that's goth, not goth. That's evil. But like I couldn't describe it to you. More crosses, like more <laughs> skulls and crossbones, that kind of thing when it comes to goth, right? Than there is when there's emo. Emo is more skulls just... Skulls and crossbones is pirates. Okay, You're yeah. You're thinking pirates now. Well, not sc- <laughs> but skulls. Like, I remember people would wear skull... Well, there's like, like a real like horror stuff? element to yes. to goth. Okay, see, and that I, isn't in emo. No, emo is just sad. Sad, just sadness. So mm. it's a little, and then goth is more like displays of darkness. Goth versus, is winter. Emo is autumn. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. I'm glad that we've. <laughs> I think I we've come down. I know. I've, maybe, we've maybe further confused. The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. Recently on the show, you were talking about some of your friends who work in healthcare, and they were saying like some of the things that the the, the TV shows get wrong. Yeah, like the the metal kind of you know the, the thing defibrillator, the defibrillator the... that kind of st- starts hearts. Clear. They, then, yeah, they're thing. saying first of all, nobody uses those metal ones anymore, and also it doesn't actually start a heart from no heartbeat, which a lot of the time they show on those shows, right? Yeah. So, yeah. A friend of the show, Fred, reached out and said, you want to hear something gross about using defibrillators? I had to learn to use them for emergency first aid. And he said, if a dude has a hairy chest, you have to shave him first. You have to shave spots for the pads, and then they go across the torso. He said, because if you don't, it can start on fire. Which is? You could burn a guy's chest hair right off. So Awful to think about. He said, so imagine. The the hair could start on fire. He's like, imagine living through your heart condition and finding out you have second or third degree burns on your chest then. I mean, I suppose it's better than being dead, but... Yeah. <laughs> also, I was thinking, I was like, what about the, if you're super hairy? You know, like, yeah. you don't always have time. No. To, so you'd, you'd probably have you to... shave a man? You'd have to chance it, right? You'd have to be like, eventually, you'd just be like, well, I, third degree burns are better than death, so here we go. Like... And what does that look like? You're oh right. Like, you can't <laughs> take your time and do a nice job of it. You got to shave that dude like, in is a there, hurry. Is there a dedicated shaver? Like, bring in the shaver. And there's this girl that runs in with a little <laughs> razor frantically shaving. Like those like, competitions where they shear sheep. Yes. You know, so you can, yeah, just, <laughs> they bring in just the hairiest dudes you've ever seen. And they get all these, oh like, medics God. and stuff to <laughs> try to... All right, who can shave their hairy dude the fastest? Oh. And he's he's bucking and kicking. He doesn't want it. No, is there a, is there a code for that? Like, oh, we've got it, got a code hair here. Like, look at this guy. It's bad. Oh, oh. No. he owns a nightclub. What are we gonna do? BNS in twenty minutes or less. I've been reading a bit about what's going on with Russian media right now, and I don't know why. Just we're in media. I find it kind of interesting. So Russia's last independent TV station was forced off the air last week. And the last remaining independent radio station was as well. When we spoke with David Marples from the U of A, uh, he said that there were only like one or two independent outlets there, right? Yeah. And uh, they were both put off the air Uh last week. Uh, And this was under direct order from President Putin, who was citing the spreading of of false information, Mm. of course, from these two outlets. Uh, And on top of that, a new law has been imposed on Russian media, banning banning, rather use of the word war or conflict. 
You can't even say that word? You cannot say war or conflict when discussing Ukraine and what's going on there. Right, because they referred to the economic war being waged against themselves. Yes. Yeah. So if journalists used either of the terms war or conflict in reference to Ukraine, they can be tossed in jail for 15 years. Wow. 15 years. That's what they're saying. I was just reading that because of that, the New York Times actually pulled out most of their journalists or actually all of their journalists from Russia for the first time in over 100 years. They don't have anyone directly on the ground in Russia, and it's because of the danger that's been posed to them, right? Well, some of these journalists have balls of steel. Like yep. People who are like, there's one guy I've been following um, from ABC. James Longman is his name. He's their Russia correspondent. And he's like, yeah, right there is like the Russian police march behind him telling you what's going on. I was like, dude, you could disappear so quickly. Yep. And like, there was also, I don't know if you saw the video of the, the journalists, and I forget which outlet they were from, but they were in Ukraine and they were, the, like, one was hit. One or two Holy of them were hit with, yeah. with with bullets. Like, they were fleeing under fire. It's insane. Like, it's And I mean, that's what I think is happening. Like, these major outlets now are actually pulling people out because it's, it's that dangerous. It's getting to that point. And I was like, I wonder if that's going to continue to happen and if other major media outlets are going to be like, no, we're out of Russia because of the danger. And then, like, we won't, we won't have any idea what's yeah. going on. We will have no information coming from Russia if that happens, which is really crazy to think about. No kidding. It's funny because I, I started reading some Russian news. I was trying to find some Russian news outlets yesterday just to see what they're getting and what's happening mm-hmm. with, with them. So instead of using war or conflict, because they can't, they're using the words special operations when discussing what's going on in Ukraine. Special operations is what they're saying. Okay. So it doesn't really describe a whole lot about what's going on. Could be all kinds of things. But then when it comes to the United States and the economic sanctions against Russia, then they say the United States, this is a direct quote, the United States of America is de facto waging an economic war against Russia. So they use war when it comes to what's happening against them, but not what is happening in Ukraine. It's crazy. So, I mean, like they're... The interesting thing is that they're not necessarily lying. No. Because, I mean, the sanctions that are put against Russia could be considered economic war, I guess, mm-hmm. but they're leaving out some pretty major details yes. about what their country is doing in Ukraine. Yeah, and when you read everything, it's there's nothing about any sort of attacks or any sort of... Oh, it's okay. only referencing special operations. During the special operations in Ukraine, and this is all the stuff happening as a result. It's It's a bit... Eerie. It's incredible that they can keep that up in the internet age. I know. I know. Like, but more information doesn't leak in, and I'm sure some of it does, but if you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And again, they're, yeah, working hard to make sure that some of that information doesn't get through. So You're right. And then if, if these outlets pull their journalists out, yeah, then we will really be in the dark, won't we? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Fascinating to see unfold, though. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We should probably just mention, too, because we got a few texts after we, we, we had that discussion. And I don't like neither of us are under the impression that the version of things that we get here is free from propaganda, free no. from spin. We we're very aware of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's actually a little bit. It almost gives me anxiety to think about, like the fact that. There's no way to actually know for sure what's going on. You don't know what you don't know. No. And like, really, when you think about it, that's true for all of life. Like, you you only see what you see and comprehend what you can from what you get information-wise in all different ways. It's mm-hmm. a little bit terrifying to think about. You're like, who knows how much of this has been influenced by outside sources or 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a scary thought. That said, with a conflict like this, I think the spin that we would be getting, I mean, you have to look at how many different outlets from how many different countries are all yeah. covering this conflict, whereas the Russian version would be just Russian state-sponsored media, right? Yes. Where we have, we have state-sponsored media, we have independent media, we have the BBC, we have the big American yeah. outlets, all these looking. So I feel like we would have a slightly more robust picture of... Definitely. And I've truth. been looking at different, yeah, like outlets throughout the world, not just within Canada, even if you think that that's, you know, one particular bias. And yeah, it's just everyone has a very different view than Russia alone does. Mm -hmm. There's just a, a big difference between what Russia's reporting and everywhere else in the world. Right. Yeah. We might have to get, you mentioned this, but we might have to get uh, David Marples back on from the U of A just because yeah, things he, have changed. I'd love to know what, you know, even this, this media angle I find so interesting. Yeah. We all know that things are not good for people in Ukraine. Yeah. But I'm very interested to know, too, what Russia thinks of this. And for those who don't know, yeah, David Marples is the expert that we had on at one point to, to kind of simplify or simplify things for us, rather, when we weren't exactly certain as to even why this conflict started. So, Well, even I was chatting with a buddy yesterday who lived in, in Russia for, I think, almost 10 years for work. And he had a very different mm -hmm. perspective of, like, what Russian people would be thinking of this than than I had. So I'll, maybe I'll even reach out to him and see if he'd be comfortable with me sharing some of that stuff. Or Yeah. Well, but. the biggest shocker, I remember when we were first talking to David Marples and it was at the very beginning of this and yeah, he was saying that the majority of Russians would definitely be with Putin against everyone else yeah. and for this war. And I, I couldn't believe that. And then I read a stat the other day that said 70%, if not more, of Russians are for the war against Ukraine. So, and that's what this friend said. He, he said they love Putin there, yeah, and they will stick with him for a while. VNS in twenty minutes or less. I was reading about some of the hottest new fashion trends. Oh, yes. In case you're curious, okay. I always am because we're very fashionable people. You and I, super fashionable. We like to be up on top of the fashion, though. I mean, not that we'll follow it ourselves, but here we go. Uh, the latest mesh shirts are coming back. Mesh shirts are Mesh back. Mesh shirts are back in a big way. All wow. kinds of different, yeah, I guess fashion icons have been seen wearing them and it's been on the runway. So mesh shirts are a thing. Doesn't your like brother have 80s? one of those? Yeah. No, my brother has a moth-bitten sweater, which okay, is which slightly is different. But kind of similar. It's, but it's sort of similar. It's still see-through. Not the, the full-out mesh shirt, though. My dad won't let him wear out in Saskatoon. <laughs> let him. He's like, you can't wear that here. I'd imagine your dad would also <laughs> not let him wear a mesh shirt out. No. What no. was the movie where Polly Shore wore like a pink mesh shirt? That's what I'm picturing in my head. Uh, I is that know. is that kind of yeah. what we're thinking here? It's just like I mean, the ones that I saw were black, but it's yeah, it's like see-through mesh shirts, right? Like this is what we're going for. I so, mean, there are real ventilation advantages to that. Becker, if you're, who if are you're, we to if judge? You're down with who that? Who are we to judge? Oh yes, it's the hottest and coolest look of the season, mesh shirts. Oh yes, it looks like you're trapped in a fishing net. Is that a salmon? No, it's a trendy fashionista. Oh, yes. It's like a shirt of chain mail, but with absolutely no protective qualities. Oh, for people who love the feeling of the wind directly against their nips, your nips will never be soft again. They'll always be standing at attention. Allow your areola to get stuck in the mesh for even more danger and excitement. Oh, yes. Yes. It looks like you're wearing a sport penny from a high school gym class. Except hopefully without the awful stench of B.O. that comes along with it. It smells horrendous. Oh, God. I love it. B.N.S. in 20 minutes or less. You know those creepy Amazon vans? The, I, 
Yes, I know I, the Amazon creepy. I call them creepy. I've called them creepy on the show before, even though they're just regular delivery vans. Mm-hmm. But I, they all showed up at once on it the streets, true. and there's so many of them, and they're very distinct looking. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if Jeff Bezos wanted to do something nefarious with them, yeah, he could. Because it's kind of so like many. they're watching you. Yeah, we're watching you. It's very spooky. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the one doing deliveries on my street yesterday had its sliding door wide open the whole way. Like the, as it went all the way down the street, made all its stops, did not close the sliding door. Oh. And like I might have suspected he just forgot to close it the once, you know, if it was just in between right. know, two quick houses. But he did the whole street. Okay, but he was making stops open. along the way. He was making stops along the way, but I've never seen that before. I've never seen him just leave the door open. Well, because I was going to say at first if I saw like a truck driving with the door open, I'd be alarmed that somebody had, had stolen it because that's become an issue is that these Amazon vans are... Becoming targeted as... Because they're loaded with goods? Because they're loaded with goods. So as long as he was still making his stops, wasn't stolen. He just, was. Okay. He was. But, you know, I thought, like, I I know for some of the, deli- the the other delivery companies that were contracted by Amazon, they were paid by the delivery. Because right. one time I was working in my garage and this guy came sprinting up the driveway and he's like, here's your package. And I was like, you're in a hurry. Yeah. He's like, got to do 130 these today. I get a dollar something per delivery. And then he runs back down to his car. Wow. So I was like, yeah, that's high pressure. It's true. And sometimes like I have, I'm, I live in a condo, so they have to be buzzed in. And you, you can tell uh, that sometimes they're running behind. Cause I'm like, okay, all right, can you buzz me in? Like, I'm like, okay, okay, chill. That's stressful, man. That's stressful oh, it work. Would be. Yeah. So, I mean, the more deliveries you do in yeah. a day, the more money you make. And you know, if you do a hundred or 150 deliveries, and you have to open and close the door every time. It's true. It's taking longer. That's cutting into the money that you're making. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, with the price of gas right now, the, true. The, the, the least time you spend idling is money. That's money in your pocket, right? Yeah. So this guy just doesn't close his door anymore. What you need is just somebody in the back there that just throws the, the parcels at each person's house. You know what I mean? You need a quarterback, like just, right? You, you, you don't stop boy. rolling. You just keep going. And then the person <laughs> in the back is just tossing. Some guy with deadly aim. Yeah, just... I'll put it right in their steps, right? I will. That's what you need to hire someone. There you go. I wonder what else he's doing to save time. Like, is he skipping bathroom breaks? Is he just, like... Wearing a diaper? Hanging... <laughs> he's got one of those uh, old old person diapers yeah. on, like... <laughs> this saves me 15 yeah. minutes a day. Why not? Yeah, 15 minutes of gas, or all just, that. Or just, you know, a hole in the bottom. You could do that, too. I've heard of that, too. Yeah, yeah, just hanging out the window. Yeah. Anything like that. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I'd like to nominate a new band name that I'd never heard of before. That's one of my new favorites, if I could. Please. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> I have heard that name before. I can't say I've heard any of their stuff, but it's that's outrageous. I'd never heard of the name King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard before. When I heard it, I was like, okay, I immediately just, I love this band. This Fellas, is amazing. how high were you when you came up with that? Well, that's how real, high. That's really what it comes down to here. But it's funny because it got me thinking, you know, the rhyming in it. There's something about it that adds a little, a little flair to have a little rhyme in your name. Mm-hmm. And there's quite a few bands that have rhyming names, as I got thinking about it. Then I was like, what would you say is the goat of rhyming band names? The goat of rhyming band names? Like the best name or the best band with a name that rhymes? Well, this is the thing. We could go either way. Which would you prefer? Well, we could kind of do both. We okay. could just rattle some off. And so, then... first of all, when I'm thinking, like Quiet Riot, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Rhyming band name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millie Vanilli. Yes. Ace of Bass. Would you count that? I would. Okay. What about Ram Jam? Ram Jam. What about Chumba Wumba? Okay. Well, it's kind of it's like it's one word, Chumba Wumba. Like it does rhyme, but can can a word rhyme within itself? I think so. And I would say that that's almost right at the top of my list because Chumba Wumba, the name is just phenomenal. Yep. The band, the band, maybe not in terms of 
quality event. <laughs> Leonard Skinnerd. See, that would be that. up there for one of the better ones. Yep. In terms of Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears. Uh, there's a band called Dramarama. Oh yeah. There's a band called Bananarama. Mm, also a great name. Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. Yes. The Bee Gees. Can a name like words can't rhyme with itself, right? Well, like, this is what I was. Duran wa- Duran wouldn't count, would it? I don't think so. Although it. Or depends. Philip Phillips. No, like even ACDC. I was like that. Because it's the C, the C that's rhyming, but it's not. That's like that's a stretch. What to about me. U two? Oh, that would count. I'd say. Mm-hmm. What about K Flay? K Flay would count. K Flay definitely one of the only ones that maybe on is on our, our playlist right now. I, I think probably the biggest band that we've named so far would be U two. You're right. But the best rhyming band name, mm-hmm. honorable mention. Doug and the Slugs. <sighs> Doug and his Slugs. You know, we've talked a lot about Doug and the Slugs <laughs> man, on this radio ever, program. Like, like, we got to start playing them if we talk about them anymore. Seriously, what is it about that, man? We keep coming <laughs> back to them. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.